Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. And let's just, let's, I mean, to be clear, it's possible because we're recording this in advance that I should be the host in this episode. We don't know. Right, we are a full... Two weeks ahead. A lot could have happened in those two weeks. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So formal warning in case something something bizarre happened in the world and and we're not discussing it today. It's because we're we're way ahead. Because we're way ahead. Which is due to because of the fact that you and I have our our final two uh, little like vacation trips of the year. Vacations. Yeah. It's in we we planned it poorly, which is to say that I leave for a week and then you leave for a week, which means that everything that requires both of us, which well. Face it is basically everything about yeah, this job. It's a lot had to be done before either of us left. Um, yeah, for the most part, like you could still work on the vid- on your video when you get back, and, and you I can, can still work on my video for next week. So everything else, though, we got to we got to get knocked out. Which this is thankfully, I think the last thing we have to record. I know we're in good shape. Yeah, we're in good shape. I'm proud of us for all of the things that we have done. So busy. However, you, the listener at home, is now just listening to it in the present. So none of this is none of this is particularly relevant. However, so last week we had it could be relevant if like really important things happen in the next two weeks that they're like I can't believe they didn't talk about that. Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah so and, yeah you know. we we gave a non spoiler warning about anything that's going to happen in the future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because if anything, you you were the, you the listener, the only one who could spoil it for us, uh, people of the past. Right. Yeah. How yeah. dare you? I know. Did I? We were talking about shower thoughts over the past. We couple of were. Weeks. Yeah. You brought some up. Um. Did, yeah. Did I bring up the one that s- somewhere in the future you are talking crap about current you? I think you did bring that up on the one with Beth and Alice. But I think that it's like it's so true because like it, I constantly find myself looking back at past me being like, man, I was so dumb. That guy didn't know what he was thinking. If only I knew now what I knew then. And it's like without and even though me in the present knows this about me in the past, me in the present is very reluctant to believe that me in the future will feel that way about me right now. No, even more than current you knows. Yeah. 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 No, I know what you mean completely. This and this is like it's actually interesting because I have a I have like a tidbit in here that I wasn't even attempting to segue this to. However, I do think it could potentially fit. Um, which is sort of this like it, it's maybe the fundamental idea or difference between knowledge and wisdom no. <laughs> as knowledge and wi- this is yes yeah it's just like I think I'm sure everyone's heard of this but I, I'll, I'll bring it up because it's one of my just absolute favorite I'm not even sure what the word for it is but just um, observation maybe it's a bit of wisdom really is right, what sure. it is, is that knowledge is knowing that a tomato is actually a fruit Wisdom is not putting tomatoes in fruit salad. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that is one of my favorite like is like things ever. It makes so many things so clear to me because Ben, I have I have just known I've just known people who would have put the tomatoes in the fruit salad. You it's, know? Yes, like, I, yes. Like, you're, I know you're so right. Not you're only so right. would ha- would they have but they would have like 
insisted that they were correct. Insisted that they were correct and even have been excited to like be the one to like just just be like waiting, waiting for people to point out that this was a weird choice and be like, well, actually, and just like like it doesn't matter how correct you are about tomatoes being a fruit. You have done the wrong thing. It is it is not correct to put tomatoes in the fruit salad. Like you can be as right as you want. You're still wrong. You know, it's right, like, right. Like, the the I, question for me always is, is this a battle for this particular person in that it's their quest for superiority or a byproduct of their own individual insecurity? Or is it both? I don't see or, why or, it can't be both. If por que no los dos. Por que no um, los dos, ben. It's, It is absolutely, um, it, it's always interesting to me to uh, sort of, attempt to apply those lenses as to like what what actually is driving the the person's motivations here right you know because because chances are you know those things go so aggressively hand in hand that you don't actually know where one ends and the other begins mm-hmm. um so anyway i always think that's interesting but i found a really good line here and i don't even know if it beats your tomato analogy but um it is knowledge gained through this knowledge sorry let me try this again uh knowledge is gained through the studying of new information consists of a rich storage of information wisdom on the other hand has more to do with insight understanding and accepting of the fundamental nature of things yeah it's the exact same sentiment yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but this this one seems more bookish where it yours seems much more like it could be included in like a like a like a fantasy novel as something that like the wise person says yeah and you're like oh yeah that was good yeah that okay was, i'm gonna that take was, that to heart I'm, yeah exactly yeah. Right, i'm gonna digest that i'm gonna i'm gonna understand it and so the reason that i brought this up is because uh last week when we we're chatting with the girls we talked a little bit and i feel like we were we were making um light fun of of astrology by by way of going through and and reading some horoscopes (laughs) and um it's the thing is is that like it's it's um interesting to me because the day following our recording session with the girls alice sent me um like a a thing that says like water signs signs that show you've grown and so they're like specifically dedicated to i'm I'm a scorpio so a water sign you know what's Um, weird to me is that aquarius isn't a water sign it's air right yeah i think yes i think it is yeah yeah it makes no sense at all it actually makes zero sense (laughs) at all it's like but like aquarium aqua it's the water bearer not a water sign got it cool. a, i mean you're yeah. like you're more like a cloud exactly yeah, right like like what is a cloud if not a water if bearer? not a water bearer <laughs> an air-based yeah water bearer mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah yeah there you go basically i'm a cloud you you are a cloud yeah lots but of people a, i get that a lot but like, like you're so cloudy Oh, but that, that sounds, sounds gloomy. It does sound. It, it sounds does. very like Eeyore. Yeah, mm. <laughs> or like sadness. Never from mind. We out. need to rework this. But okay. no. Anyway, I, continue on. I water just, bear or water water sign person wa- over there. Water sign person over there. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I think that the reason that Alice sent this particular list to me was in part in due to the fact that we had we had had the recording session. I think she was just like very um, like playfully being like salty about it, and she was because the list comprises things that I have spent like the last five years of my life like basically i would say dedicating almost every conversation that i've had sort of in the quest of like uh self-betterment mm-hmm. i suppose yeah and what's fascinating to me about this is that like yes we can we can poke fun at like you know sort of this idea of astrology or or whatever and the lack of like basis maybe that it has like in you know scientific fact or something like that but the the thing is is that like it, it, it's unbelievable to me how like this is like a post that an astrology instagram might put up on like any given tuesday right and they have one of these for for every single sign you know and and there's like probably a database of like hundreds of them sure and so it's like i look at this and like on the surface i want to call it like sort of just like cheap or in in the same capacity as is maybe like the perspective we were having in last week's episode about it um However, the thing is, is that like everything it's listed here, it's like, it's odd because it's almost like the words on the page, it's like our known pieces of wisdom. And it's almost like, like, it's impressive to me that something like 
astrology is where a list like this that comprises everything that I've committed so much time and energy to like trying to gain wisdom on. It's like, oh, it's like, here's a list of all of those things in one place. So let me read them to you. Okay. Um, as so to get everybody on the same page that so they know what I'm talking about. Um, so for water signs, it says these are signs that you've grown, um, prefers keeping some energy for themselves rather than giving it all to other people. Um, this has been like a big one for me, I think, especially since having Addison, where I have um, on multiple occasions sort of addressed this idea that maybe prior to having uh, her in my life, I could give a lot of myself to so many different people and still have room left over at the end of the day. Sure. You know, and I think that with her, it's definitely become one of these things where it's like, Ooh, no, now I need to like, I need to like regulate, yeah. you know, because otherwise I'm overextending and I'm like wearing myself out. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. and I think before I could do it and I had in, in there was that, that bandwidth available and now there isn't. So it's definitely been something where I've had to like learn to do this. Like I've had to like learn to like say no preemptively, even if in that moment I have like the energy to like complete the request. Yeah, sure. Like that's the next one too, has the ability to say no. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Has the ability to say no. So, I mean, you guys have heard me say it. I, I don't even know if this is a bingo square at this point, but it should be. Uh, but sort of like my, my, my battle with being a people pleaser mm-hmm. um, is, is like basically summed up. And yeah. basically the ability to say no, because that's the opposite of the people pleasers mantra. Right. <laughs> uh, which is much more in keeping with, um, uh, what is it called? Improv. <laughs> yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's oh, say yes. Say yes. Yes. And yes. And yeah. that's like the underlying rule of improv is like whatever anybody says, are we going ice cream shopping? Of course we're going ice cream shopping. You yes. know? <laughs> because, and then we're getting on a bike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, the next one we have on the list here is forgives them, forgives themselves for what they've been through, uh, which like makes me just a little tiny bit emotional to say out loud, uh, and cycles of self-punishment and guilt, uh, feels content and peaceful in silence. Can I tell you that this is, this is water signs, signs that you've grown. This to me could easily just be retitled, um, signs you just had a kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely absolutely it could it could be reappropriated a million different ways i'm like reading all these i'm like i feel like these all are extremely applicable to myself as well yes a I, non-water sign apparently a non-water <laughs> well and so that 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 is part of what i would say about this is that like on the one hand it's like i'm under no illusion that these uh principles would apply specifically to like Water sign specifically. Yeah, the twenty five percent of the population that falls under water sign. Yeah, no, one hundred percent of the population could all benefit from actually like uh, pursuing the quest, which is the wisdom attached to these sentiments. Yeah, um, and that and that's sort of the thing is that like none of these thoughts are particularly profound. Like almost anybody, like if you're comforting a friend, might be able to come up with the sentiment. Like, it's always okay to say no. It's always okay to put yourself first. Yeah. It's, it is like genuinely understanding, like, and doing and implementing the, the, you know, onions worth of layers that come with what that means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not just, it's easy to know. It's easy to say. It's, it's, this is the, um, tomato is a fruit type yeah. of thing it's like it's easy to have the knowledge that this is a thing actually implementing it is the knowledge not to put it in the fruit salad right you know what i mean yeah um and so that was that was sort of what, what's in a way fascinating to me about like the way that like a list like this can just exist um because in my mind it's like it's kind of like humbling uh because it's it's like all it's like it's I have I have tried so hard at times um, to like learn the shape of the world or like like understand, um, you know, how how things like fit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically what I what keeps happening is I'll come up like with my own analogies, you know, for for common 
insight yeah such as this right where it's like i'll try to give like some super elaborate analogy and it's like yeah that's forest for the trees like you can't see the forest because the trees are in the way like you're not you're not looking at the big picture um Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah like and and um it's 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 odd because like a lot of times i will come to that realization like i i think i was uh recently telling everybody in the office about uh how there was a comment made Earlier this year, I, I was doing this like fairy garden in our backyard, right? And it's this like concrete ring that exists back there. And we were planting um, like wildflowers, which are good for like pollinators and yeah. stuff. And I remember somebody left a comment on that video and they were like, hey, you should really not disturb like the earth in this like fairy ring garden, that thing that we have in our yard, uh, because those are like homes to pollinators. And it was kind of one of these things where I was like, man, you're looking at like such a small piece of everything that's going on here. Because if you were to zoom back, you would see that like what we're doing is specifically planting four pollinators. And if, right. you, if you were to zoom back even more, you would see that like the rest of my yard also has like so much consideration placed to pollinators. Right. And it's like, it's like the, you, you have been blocked you your your view of the forest has been blocked by the single tree that stands before you and that that is a very common expression right Right. but it's almost like i needed to like work through it using like my own example then be like man i wonder if anybody's ever thought this before and it's like yes they have absolutely (laughs) thought this before um however i think that like that kind of of critical thinking and attempting to like come up with that conclusion is like part of achieving the attached wisdom going beyond simply just knowing the words, Mm -hmm. but like actually like understanding experiencing going through the experience of the wisdom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and so, um, I guess, I guess that's like, uh, it's an interesting piece to apply to like this thought of like astrology or whatever. It's like they come up with all of these things, like all, all of these sentiments that like are, are so, uh, kind of broad strokes that they can like, they can very, they can feel very personal, even though they could very easily apply to so many people. Right. But the fact that somebody was able to recognize this like innate reality of the world in such a way to then include it as an example of one of these things still demonstrates a lot of brilliance. Well, yeah, sure. And this is like, I think what's sort of like remains fun about horoscopes. It's like, does what you're reading on the page have anything to genuinely do with the the position of the planets or space like the day you were born? Like, no, definitely not. Right. But that doesn't mean that it's still not like very fun to go read your horoscope every day because despite the fact that anything you read could apply to anybody else, there is one out of the 12 that will apply to you and it might just like if, if it encourages you to have like a better day or to like take a different action that day or like think about something more critically, like it's still fun. Right. Like, there's no, there's not really any like super duper like harm in that for, for the most part, probably if, maybe if it's like, you should invest all of your life savings today on a risk. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that's not a horoscope. That's not that a horoscope. Point. First <laughs> that, of all, that is a scam. <laughs> yeah, that is a scam. Yeah. But most of the time, yeah, for m- m- most of the horoscopes you read will be something like this, like, or, or just very general, like, yeah, be on the, op- be on the, you know, be on the lookout for a new opportunity today to make a new friend. It's like that may not have anything to do with the fact that you were born in February, but it doesn't mean it's not something that maybe you sh- could be on the lookout for today. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still encouraging in a way, even if it's just at random. So maybe maybe again, if we go back to our tomato example, mm-hmm. it's almost like like knowledge is the realization that the position of the stars maybe isn't what's dictating today's slate yeah wisdom is knowing it's okay to be encouraged by it anyway sure yes <laughs> i like that there you go yeah i love it yay okay horoscopes capped here yeah <laughs> we've done it transition <laughs> all right ben i had a dream last night no you didn't yeah yeah i know it didn't i don't want to talk too much about like dreams or whatever but uh in the dream i came up with a joke oh <gasps> You did. I did. Was it I, corny? It, you know, it was not a particularly corny joke. I think it was something of a rather long-winded joke. Oh gosh! If I may, but um, the 
the, the setting was this. Okay. In the dream. Uh, and uh, I don't know what this, how we got there or anything, but me and uh, several other like YouTube influencer people had been, I guess, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if captured or whatever. We had all been placed in a specific room and it was, I guess, uh, World War II times. It must have been because okay. our job, whatever it was, was to uh, once a day, we all had to go in and make Hitler laugh. That was the premise or whatever. This is a very a terrible, bizarre, terrible situation to be in. Yes. Obviously. I don't know what, what was going down. I want actually... I want to say what was happening was that my brain was like lightly recreating the situation from the movie Boondock Saints. Okay. Which I'm not sure if you remember, but at one point there's this like Russian mob boss guy and he has this guy come in and he's like, tell me a joke. And he tells him a very racist joke, which I won't say on the pop. Okay. But it does make him laugh. And it was just like, okay, that was super random. I looked that up this morning. I was like, this that felt familiar. Where was it? But anyway, the point is... Um, it gets to be my turn and I'm last in line and everyone else has done a great job making him laugh. And I'm like, Oh boy, this is like a lot of pressure. I don't have any jokes ready, but I start trying to like remember a joke and the punchline to my joke was you think that bad. You think that's bad. I just got stabbed pretending to be a snowman. (laughs) (laughs) And like I woke up and I was like, and like I, I had like told the entire joke and there was this entire story attached to it. And I was like, man, I can't believe I remembered that joke. And then I'm like trying to remember like, is that a joke? And I was like racking my entire brain, my entire history for what, what, when did I ever hear the joke in which this was the punchline for? Right. And I'm like trying to like reconstruct what the joke was entirely. And I, I think basically it was, I was having another combination. I think I had a different joke from my past that I was um, warping a lot in the dream to end on that particular punchline, but uh, I looked it up and uh, I could not find any any joke that ended, at least on the internet, with, you think that's bad, I just got stabbed being a snow- pretending to be a snowman. Or whatever. This found, this sounds like a fun challenge, like yeah. like for Reddit, is to yeah. write the accompanying joke. Write the accompanying joke. I did. It did remind me of a, one of my other favorite jokes from all time, which is probably what the dream was sourcing here. I'm okay. gonna guess. Okay. But since, but now that I feel like we've gone this far, I feel like I'm gonna need to tell the joke. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, but I think you've probably heard it before. Maybe you listening at home have heard it before. It's kind. It's as ever, a bit of a long-winded joke, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, hey, you know what? We got time. (laughs) All right, so uh, set up for the joke. We have three guys standing in line trying to get into heaven, and it's uh, St. Peter, I think, who guards the pearly gates, right? And it turns out that, oh boy, heaven's just getting the real full, real full today. So he has been instructed to only let people in if they have had just a truly bad day here on the day they die. Because, I mean, let's face it, you died that day. Probably a bad day anyway. Just, you know, a little light um, uh, barrier to entry. Okay. Here. So we got our first guy in line. He walks up and says, whoa, 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 hold on. I got to, you got to tell me about your day. I can't, can't let you in unless you had a really bad day on the day you died. And he's like, oh, boy, don't you worry about that let me tell you about my day for weeks now weeks i have been suspecting that my wife has been cheating on me with another man so today i left work early to go home to try and catch her in the act i get home i bang on the door i hear some clamoring about on the inside she answers the door and i start looking around i'm like oh my gosh he must be here right now in fact i even go in the other room and i find the i find someone's pants not my pants on the bed and I'm like I've got I've got him so I search the entire apartment my wife is of course yelling at me the whole time like what are you doing what are you doing of course I'm not having an affair with you I search the entire apartment and I can't find I just can't find him okay but then I see I see on the balcony I live on the 23rd story of an apartment building someone's fingertips hanging over the balcony and I just know I've got him I run over and I just look down sure enough there's a man hanging there I throw him off the balcony and he lands 22 stories below not on the ground actually in a tree can you believe it it breaks his fall he's he doesn't actually die so in a fit of rage I take our refrigerator throw it over the balcony it hits him kills him instantly then 
I'm so like uh, excited and crazed in the moment that I have a heart attack and die. And that's how I got here. Oh, wow. Okay. So bad day. Wife cheating on him. Maybe committed murder. Not great. Anyway, he gets in. Okay. <laughs> Guy number two walks up. He's like, oh, no, oh, hold on. You got to tell me about your day. I can't let you in unless you've had a bad day. He's like, oh boy, have I had myself a bad day. Let me tell you. I got to work today. I've been working crazy hard all week and my boss walks into my office first thing in the morning and just tells me that he, I'm fired. That's it. It's over. And I can't believe it. I've been putting in so much work lately. I'm infuriated. So I go home. I and I just I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm freaking out. I what I do when I'm stressed though is I start working out. So I just I trying to calm down. I'm doing my workout and I live in like the 22nd story of an apartment building. So where I do my pull-ups is on the balcony of the guy above me. So I'm sitting there, I'm doing my pull-ups and all of a sudden out of nowhere <laughs> this crazy guy comes up, throws my arms off and I'm like, "What?" Now, would you believe it? I hit the trees below. It breaks my fall. I survive. I cannot believe it. But I only have about a minute to not believe it because the guy then gets his fridge and throws it on me and I die instantly. And uh, I can't believe he hit me with the fridge. Honestly, it was a pretty good shot. If I'm being real. <laughs> it's not a bad 23 shot. floor shot. Right. Anyway, uh, so that was my day. Can I get in? He's like, yeah, I see what's happening here. But yeah, you can go on in. Yep, you can go on in. <laughs> Guess the guy number three. Guy number three says, oh, hold on. Got to tell me about your day. Can't let you in unless you had a really bad day on the day you died. And he goes, bad day on the day I died. Poof, I have a story for you. All right. Picture this. I am naked inside a refrigerator. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh man, dude, that was such a good like retelling of this joke. <laughs> that Thank was you. so good. Thank you. I was like, I was like fully like enraptured in it. Like, Excellent. Good. Oh my gosh. Have I, you heard it before? I think I feel like I've probably told you that joke before. I feel like I feel like this is a joke that maybe we passed around in like like middle school or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I swear it's probably been 20 years since I've heard it. Oh. Um, like it, it was like the, like the makings of it. I was like, it's, it was almost like watching um, like an episode of your favorite cartoon yeah. from when you were a kid, like years later. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of been like, Oh yeah. Like I remember this. And then it, like, you know, chocolate. <laughs> um, like I know where this is going. Um, but it, you got to the second guy and I was like, wait a second. Okay, like I, th- I thought what was going to happen was like this big miscue. And I mean, that is, that is like what's going on is that like everybody's right. story was like, yeah, yeah, all the same story, so, somewhat related. But I really thought that the, I thought the third guy was going to be the one who kind of like fell into like the, the absolute like worst version of it. And I guess what he did do was fall. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's such a well built story. Yeah, it's very fun. It just circles back on itself. There. It does. It uh, does. Yeah, yeah. I'm naked in a refrigerator. What? <laughs> oh, because he was having the affair. <clears throat> what a way to go. Yeah. Man, what a little hot spot too for you know, it's like you guys all seem to be coming from like the same the same like city block here. Yeah. Like, man. Oh, it's all related. I got it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, if anyone wants to come up with the rest of the joke for you think that's bad, <laughs> I was stabbed <laughs> pretending to be a snowman. Yeah. You, you uh, could use the exact same formula. I there's think. The, yeah. Just, I think you use the, you probably could use the same formula, but that's the punchline. So that's your challenge. Little kernels come up with the rest of the joke. And maybe, maybe whoever writes the best one, <laughs> you can do uh, a brilliant retelling of it just as you did. With the, Ooh, this, yes. This time. Because that would be so fun. That would be fun. Okay, I'm excited. Someone give me a someone give me a joke. I'm, I'm actually. I need to make Hitler laugh. Apparently, <laughs> no, wrong. Nope. Yeah, wrong. Um, but I do think it would be fun because we're so far out that uh, like we might forget. Oh, that's like, true. You know, so now it'll be like three weeks from now, minimum, before we. Yeah, actually, we'll be like, like preparing the pop for the following week and. It'll be like, I'll be looking at Reddit and be like, oh, what is this? Oh, yeah. Excellent. This is going to be great. It's going to be a great. Of course, we'll know the punchline going in, but that's okay. Well, maybe I'll have forgotten it by then because yeah. I, I mean, it's been, you know, like 20 years since I heard the other one. And yeah. I, I forgot the punchline of that one. There you go. I was like, a refrigerator, <laughs> you know, like, how about that? Mm. Oh, man. I'm like tickled. 
Not really. Just I, I genuinely got a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> you did, man. That was good. I'm glad I made you laugh. You absolutely did. Absolutely did. Anyway, I think that's going to count as our corny joke for the week. I think it's going to have to. It wasn't a particularly corny joke, but it was a it was a, it was a joke. It was corn quality. Corn quality. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not at the tier level of corny jokes. Right. But you know, right there. Right there. Right. Anyway, yeah. transition. Okay. <laughs> Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card now i know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see but you can also request them to be sent to you at any time so they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do but whether you're buying selling trading or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out and right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay, Ben, so um on your you shared the link for your uh, list of shower thoughts the other day yeah that is just a bunch of people have collected and one i was looking through them and a couple of them um stood out to me one was that a uh, peak productivity is when one is so lazy that they do all their work in advance so as to avoid doing it later and i i loved that one because i was like no one sentence has described my work ethic more 
ever. <laughs> I, I was literally I saw that you would copy you would copy and paste that into our our document here, and I was like, that that is that is Jay to the letter. Yeah, like works his butt off so he can do nothing. Right, like you telling me I could possibly be not working because I'm prepared to work a whole lot for that. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's why my ultimate plan is to retire by the time we're like forty or something. You know, that's going to be real great. T minus how far? T minus six. Five and a half years. Yeah, we have a lot of work. We got to a do. lot of work to do, man. Yeah. Got to get it done. But the no thing, time to rest. What I love though is it's like, well, what would you do in retirement? And you're like, oh, probably make videos. Yeah, maybe you record a podcast. Like, with my maybe brother. if we could finally finish all this work and I could retire, I could actually get back to what I want to do, like making videos or something. Right. Like yeah. Exactly what we're already doing. I know. Wouldn't that be funny if like we retired and I was like, man, I'm just gonna spend so much time making. Like I'm gonna really get into it now. Just like spend a lot of time making something and it was like more successful than anything we did that'd be weird yeah it would be weird yeah that would be weird i don't know about that i wonder uh, yeah it would be it would be so fascinating because i mean this is this is um frequently let me see if i can give a good example here um it's it, it's it's like trying to dance instead of just like doing <clears throat> what the music is telling your body to do. Oh, yeah. Does like, that you make sense? You can't try to dance. You just have to dance. You just have to you dance. You just have to feel it. You just have to dance. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is like the thing that I think will, will get me so badly is that like the more just absolutely like fun i'm having the more like like i've noticed this at like all like the various like gma weddings and stuff where i've had like an easier time dancing and i think it's just because i'm like i'm so very like in the moment with it and everything that everything that is just sort of like i'm not really thinking about what i'm doing yeah but it's <coughs> it's like one of the entire eras of existence that i like just missed sort of along with like online dating because I've, I've basically been in a relationship in some capacity since I was like 19. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been weird because like I, like I met Alice and like one of the things that she liked to do, like when we first started talking was like go out and go dancing. And I was like, like nightmare fuel much. Mm -hmm. Like, like I can't even <clears throat> like, how does that even work? And like, are you excited to be dancing with the person you're dancing with? Or do you just go and dance by yourself? Like I literally don't understand the rules of going out to go dancing. Like, like even at all, Ben, this could not be more parallel to your previous example of having needed to go through the experience of zooming out on your fairy garden. Oh yeah. To understand the metaphor. Right. It's like, <laughs> like it's the exact same thing. Like you're trying so hard to understand it that you have like, you can't see the dance floor for your like, I don't, I don't know <laughs> for, for, for the dancers. Yeah. <laughs> You can't see the dance floors for like the, the, I don't, uh, some, some, something's like blocking me, like trying so hard to understand it and like failing to just like feel the music. I know, you know? I know. It, it is the thing. It is the thing. It's like, it's, it's, okay, okay. Here's maybe not a bad example. Uh, vulnerability. Let's start, let's start with that. Yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things about the story of Name of the Wind is there's this like civilization of people who have like, um, like zero taboo about like nudity and stuff like that because it's just, they're just like, they don't think anything of it. Like it's just not a thing. It's like nothing to like worry over, like completely natural type of situation to be in. Um, and so they're, they're very, they have like very, just like, like a very, what we would consider explicit approach to all things related. Right. Um, but on the flip end of things, they see like the performance of music as like basically just the, the like most vulnerable you can make yourself. Right. And therefore to do that in public would be like, like absolutely unheard of. Right. Like, 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 you know, the, the, it, it would be basically literally our equivalent of just stripping down and walking down the street naked and, and like whatever it's like, right. like how could you do such a personal thing in front of like, like anybody except for your like your like most loved ones, right? Like this is this is way too intimate to be publicly shared. Yes, <clears throat> yes, and and so I think here here would be like my I almost feel like I have this about like I will speak typically very 
openly about like a variety of topics that I think sometimes will catch people off guard because Mm -hmm. like I don't have a lot of discomfort talking about like very serious, deep, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like, um, yeah, like, like there's really typically not like many topics that are like entirely off limits to me if like we're sitting down and having lunch. You know, like sure. I, I'll, I'll pretty much just go like in any which direction and and just be fairly wide open about it. Um, and I think for some people, it does make them uncomfortable in a very similar capacity where it's like it's like, man, like I like I feel like I need to be like with very specific people under very specific circumstances and like have my head absolutely right to discuss this type of stuff. Right. And it's like, that is almost like, like, yeah, like my, my relationship with doing something like dancing where it's like, it's like, man, like that is to like, let your guard down so far that you are just like feeling the music and being okay with like whatever your body does in reaction to it. Yeah. It's almost (laughs) like, like the, the amount of lack of control that I feel like I have over the perception of myself inside of that situation is like, massive mm-hmm. you know if like it feels like way too it's like i i can't do that in front of other people I can, it, I, I can barely do it by myself in a room alone <laughs> I, like, know, I was gonna say like if you were if it was just like just you and alice in your living room could would you feel comfortable possibly more likely i i have found so that no I, <laughs> yeah i would say i would say not like not an it doesn't immediately like say yes. Um, however, I would say at our house, almost at all times, we have music playing because uh, we have like our record player and we just basically just like flip yeah. it over and keep it spinning all the time. So like if we're if we're home and awake, it's almost always on. And so I have found that like with Addison in particular, like I will pick her up, hold her up and like into the mirror and like we will just like sort of dance back and forth. And it's like it, it has been interesting to me that it's like with Addison in particular that it mm-hmm. has felt like that much more approachable. And it's not to say that I'm like breaking it down or anything like that, but just like even like rocking back and forth, the types of things that I could do at a wedding and completely get away as like passably dancing. Yeah. That like, I can't bring myself to do. <coughs> um, yeah. You know, that's like, I can do that. Okay. You know, that feels like progress, right? Yeah, totally. It's something way to go, man. But maybe it's because Addison can't judge me. <laughs> She'll love you no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. There's that. Yeah. That's like the, the bonus thing. It's like, it really doesn't matter what you do with your kids. Like, cause they're going to love you no matter what. And they're going to be embarrassed by you no matter what. So like, whatever. It's true. It's true. But I wonder what those embarrassing things could be because it's almost like, um, and I feel like when, and like, I'm, I'm even just trying to think as a parent, did you ever have a, like any any of those like mail-in moments from like turning red? I mean, I don't know if anything's like that. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> where where mom and dad were like insane embarrassment levels. Right, right, right. Um, boy, no, nothing like mail-in in turning red. Um, that's that's pretty much the height of uh, embarrassment, I think, right there. Um, but uh, the the one that immediately comes to mind was on the very not, I don't even know I don't even think in the moment I was embarrassed but like maybe I don't know maybe that helped um, but on the very first day of sixth grade so the very first day of middle school um, you know where you're being introduced to tons of different peers and stuff yeah. like that yeah whole new group of kids who's unfamiliar with you and your parents especially where we went to middle school where um like i think like nine to ten different elementary schools flood in yeah so like where we went to high school it was like three elementary schools so there's not like that many you could probably know a lot of the kids so this is like mostly you don't know people right right right, right. yeah <clears throat> well dad as you know um would film annually the uh, video, the year in Carlin, who was filming for all sorts of things. And of course, the first day of school was a really big deal. And this was my first day of middle school, the first time any grandchild in the family had ever gone to middle school in any capacity. Um, so uh, he followed me all the way down to my locker with the camera. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Which at the time, like, I don't, I don't think I felt embarrassed at the moment. He probably even asked me, like, do you care? And I was like, I don't care. But <laughs> he, I, yeah, um, I, th- I have talked to him about this specific thing before and i think he's i think he's even said that he like he got back in the car and he was like he might be too old for this uh, like like may, maybe this was the like the line so i think i think dad was like aware of it but it was also probably one of those where it's like it had been so commonplace for us to do this exact tradition right for our entire life um which is very funny but also i feel like as we were telling that story ethan we do have video 
Oh yeah, of course uh, we have the video, which we, you can see because it was in the year in Garland. So. Right, right. So we should absolutely include that as as oh, you're telling that gosh. that bit of story. If you're watching That's on the, the video great. portion of it, mm-hmm. do you remember what you were wearing on the first day of sixth grade? Probably nothing cool. Nothing what cool. you know? You know? I don't know. Nope, I don't. I, I don't, don't remember. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that you you know that I uh, have a tendency towards like sneakers. You know, these like days, these days, yeah. even those days, even those days. Yeah. In sixth grade in in sixth grade. Yeah. So um, in it was actually fifth grade. This was this was like one of these like monumental like shift moments of my life where I realized that wearing shoes is like a like a cool thing, mm. which, by the way, it's been a while since I've brought it up. But just general Ben tip to life is that when in doubt, compliment someone's shoes. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's also bonus points. Just mean it, you know. Like, like, it's not like a, this is not mean it, like mean that you like their shoes, you know, like, it's not like this is again, it's knowledge versus wisdom. It's like, it is good to appreciate someone's shoes because it's like typically something they've put some personality into, but it's not a tactic. Like I am genuine. If that makes sense. It does not make sense. So do you think that I'm just saying it like because I know it works? I think probably some of the time. No, not not a fact. Ben, you can't make yourself like someone's shoes. No, but I only I I am aware of I will say it when I can mean it. I see. If this makes sense. Then it's not a good tip because if you can only say it when you mean it, then you just say it anyway. I think that you'd be surprised at how often you can say it and mean it. Mm-hmm. This is my thought. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um anyway though, uh the my, first here's here, hot tip. Say it and appear to mean it. You're going to get the same reaction. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, No, but the, I think that it all spawned specifically from this one pair of shoes that I bought in fifth grade. Well, I say I bought, mom bought for me. Um, But they were these, I think they were called Nike Prestos. And they were like the first like shoe that was meant to like slip on. Okay. And they were red and they had like, so no laces. <gasps> oh yeah. I remember these. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were red. They had like a silver cage, like a plastic silver cage cool. where like the laces kind of like would have been. And then on the back heel, there was like a little like fin, you oh, know, like how man, sometimes like, there's like for extra speed, for extra speed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Extra> aerodynamics. <laughs> sometimes there's like a loop there so you can like, you know, put your finger through to like pull your shoe on. No, this was, this was a fin for speed. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Boom. And I thought that they were the coolest looking shoes ever. And I, I remember seeing the commercials for them. And I like, I, I think I dragged mom to like five different shoe stores because uh, like nowhere, you know, like carried them. Yeah. Like we, we always went to like rack room shoes and like, it was like, you had to go to like a, like a foot locker or something. Right. Something yeah. yeah. Like the, An exclusive store attached to it. Yeah. Like the new releases. Boom. And so anyway, I got them and I do remember that I was really excited to wear them and I wore them into class on fifth grade. And I remember just like all the heads turning and people were like, what are those? Whoa. Just like in, in uh black Panther when yeah. Shuri's like, what are those? What are those? She's uh, kind of making fun of him though. Yeah, but in this yeah. case, people weren't. I don't think they were making fun of me. Okay. <laughs> or else maybe maybe they had heard my tip from the future. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, compliment, compliment shoes. Compliment those shoes. Great tactic." Yeah. Um, but I thought it wasn't a tactic, Ben. Wow. You, you have established. Wow. You have established mm-hmm. its tacticness. Mm-hmm. Hoisted by your own petard, it would seem. No. Indeed. Anyway, uh, what I'm attempting to say is that these people could have been saying it as a tactic, not that I would say it as a tactic. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Okay. There's a difference. All right. Anyway, yeah. so, but I, this is the reason that I remember my, the shoes that I was wearing on the first day of sixth grade. Okay. Because I had had these red Nike Prestos that yeah. I was like so proud of. And it was almost like, like it felt like it became like, it's like defining characteristic uh, like of who I was. And then I remember that going into sixth grade, I wanted to get like a, like a new pair so that like, you know, I could have like a fresh pair for, you know, the first day. Right. And they, they didn't have any more of the red ones. So I had to get these, like they were like tie dye Carolina blue. I don't remember this pair that you had. No. No. Okay. Um, Although maybe it's available in the year in Carlin. <laughs> you it, wore it, it on very, the first day of sixth grade. It very well could be. I think that there is footage of me walking, at least on the sidewalk, on the way in on the first day. I feel like I do remember what I wore on the first day of eighth grade, which would have been the same day in question. Okay. It was like a, I believe it was a navy blue polo with some like stripes on the collar. 
Wow, sharp. Red and white. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I, I also remember the exact hairstyle I had, which was flat down, parted, parted, <laughs> flat, <laughs> parted flat, to one side, flat down, parted flat down. <laughs> Just like basically imagine my hair, but stuck to my head and parted off to the side. Yeah, real cool. No yeah. Doubt. He, okay, he, here's another one. Here's another one. We were talking about, like, looking back on, like, how future versions of you were talking crap about current you. Yeah. Dude, this is, I have this with, like, my hairstyle, my beard style, uh, sunglasses. Yeah, I are, remember are, for a long time you were afraid to do anything that appeared to be trendy in any way because you would never want to look back on yourself and think, wow, that guy was trying so hard to be trendy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I tried to I tried to be as timeless as possible with mm-hmm. as many things as possible. Right. And um it it doesn't work the way that you want it to. Even what you think is timeless in the moment is still probably being somewhat influenced. Right. Like even yeah, what you think of as timeless in the moment is actually still reflective of the trends of the time and now you're just poorly leaning into it cuz you're actively trying not to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you it, may as well just be as trendy as you can. At all times. At all times. And then if, even if you're laughing at yourself in the future, it's like chances are whatever you're laughing at yourself for wearing in the past will come back it's around again. coming back around. Um, Alice very famously, so at our at, at Nude, the new shop that we have that, that sells like like uh, secondhand clothing and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's Alice once upon a time, like even before we started dating, had bought this like trunk of like 90s clothes and it was just like, you know, just like a whole bunch of stuff that was in style in the nineties that like had been out when she bought it in like, you know, 2014 or something like that. And it's kind of just been like in storage and hanging out. And like, finally all of these things are like way back in. Yeah. And so now it's like genuine pieces from the nineties that are just like flying off the shelf. Um, which is really funny and interesting to see that. Like, it's like, it, <laughs> we have now lived long enough to like watch it happen the first time, completely die and then come back again. Does that mean that do you think that means that like within 10 years it'll be like the styles of the 2000s absolutely you i think, do you think it's gonna it moves in the exact same pattern over and over it's it's probably somewhat linear and because it needs to have been a specific amount of time but i could also see it being the case that like um certain generations get like like maybe like skipped or something so like the style of like maybe the 80s like didn't get like didn't come back around as the cycles have like circled through again, but might come around again, like in 10 years or something. Right. Um, so it, it maybe depends on like what it's half life is or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know how, how long it takes to like find its way back into orbit. Right. But almost always what I think happens is that like people are trying to be like cutting edge, but really like when it comes to clothing, it's like th- there probably are still only so many ways to be cutting edge and still, providing the necessary utility that clothing requires right it's like it makes sense that it would go in a cycle because each next generation would try and differentiate themselves from the past but also not just their immediate past but also the past behind that past right and like behind that past and eventually they're like okay well what's left and it's like there's just maybe only like 10 different ways you can be a specific generation wide style or something exactly exactly yeah and so like like for example if we were to go back to even we used to do um i would say pre-podcast the closest thing we had to the podcast was uh our our gaming channel where you and i would like answer questions while playing like mario kart oh yeah which by the way there are more cups for so i was literally thinking this morning we could potentially bring back randomly chosen carts and characters oh no way (laughs) okay well that's a thought right there Mm. um however i would say during that period of time again this is like i almost feel like timelessness was just in style and it's almost like since then i feel like patterns have come much more in style. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's oh, almost like like wearing like a solid V-neck was like very in style. Exactly. Which feels like a very timeless look. Like you're sort of wearing a version of that right now even. I sort of am. Yeah. 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 Sort of like a light wash, mm-hmm. uh, almost salmon-y pink type of color. Yeah. Um, the, the one though that I tell you will trip me up like crazy that I can never figure out whether it's in, out, always in, always out is like the like leopard print. Mm. You know, it's like this is one where it feels like it it uh, I think I've even heard Alice surprisingly refer to it before as like a, like almost like a neutral is like leopard print. Interesting. Yeah, because I would tend to see that as something that feels very like 
like specific, you know, like, yeah. like it's like, it's definitely like a, like a very intentional choice. Right. Um, but I, I feel like there have been times where I was like, Oh yeah. Like you remember leopard print. And then like two weeks have passed and like someone who like would show up wearing leopard print. And I'm like, Oh, maybe it's just still in. Was it ever out? Is this person out? Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. like, I have no idea. <clears throat> I, I, I can't even begin to understand, uh, where leopard print is at, at any point in time. Well, I don't think there's, it's, yeah, it's certainly not, um, there's less, probably way less men's fashion to do with leopard print. For now. For now. Maybe know, that's ma- it exactly. Maybe we should have you know? a popcorn culture leopard print t-shirt. Wow. Like nothing, we can have like the, the peachy orange on leopard print. Mm, it sounds great. <laughs> it's it's just It a, sounds timeless is what it sounds. It, do, it does. <laughs> like clashing, timeless. I dare say like it's weird like with like even patterns though because I remember in high school like we I had like um, a few pairs of like camo shorts or something and they I don't maybe I wasn't being stylish in high school, who knows, but I never thought they were like lame or anything or they always felt like fairly appropriate for the general population of our school yeah or whatever and, and i i would absolutely agree like i mean we, i think camo is another one kind of like leopard print that comes in and out really frequently yeah um because like, well yeah go ahead I, I was just gonna say it's i think it's easily applied to like whatever cut and fit is currently in style so right. probably more of what was happening then like i i've owned camo since like we've done the pop like i, I have had like camo like um like joggers like you yeah know, you know and uh like I think probably more specifically what we had in high school was like cargo shorts, which yeah. it's like, it's easy to laugh at, but also like it was in style. Like we were still buying these things. This is the thing. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like, I am waiting for the day for the cargo shorts to come back around. And I bet it's not far off because like one of the thing, one of the easiest things to make fun of my entire, entire, entire life was fanny packs. Oh yeah. And it's like, they're just back. They're just, they've been rebranded. They're like called like side bags or whatever, or, you know, hip straps or what. It's just fanny packs, man. They are. They they're absolutely just back. are. They 100%. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things where, um, like traveling to, uh, Puerto Rico, like yeah. having, having <clears throat> like we have, Alice has like a, it's like, I think they all got them for Christmas this past year, but like a Lululemon, it's like maybe like 150% the size of like a cell phone, yeah. you know, it's like, it's not terribly large, but like I wore it a ton because it was just so nice to have like all like, you know, your wallet and all that type of stuff. I'm describing the, the, the function of a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there's such utility to it, yeah. you know, like it just makes sense. See, people are going to come back around with that cargo shirt. Like there's just, you just carry so much stuff. There's no doubt. I think I we mean, are touching the edges of, of cargo shorts being like, yeah, back. Oh, they're coming around. Just you wait, people, just you wait. You know what else? is going to come back soon Ben. almost no doubt if this is where we're heading is my awesome yellow shirt with the red splotch and the guitar player on it oh yeah probably oh for sure good news i've got the i've got a a true vintage one just in the back room here so as soon as it comes back around i'm in put putting it back on putting it back on people be like what was that genuine from the early 2000s i'd be like oh yeah that's right it's vintage 90s vintage yeah yeah this is this is like one of those other like kind of uh, uh, painstaking realities is the fact that I think that a vehicle like a, like an automobile needs to be uh, thirty years old or more to have like antique plates. Antique, antique plates. On thirty years old, I believe it's thirty oh, years that old. Makes me feel so old now. I know. Are we antiques? Well, well. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Um, there, there was once upon a time. I forget who we were talking to. One of the, well, somewhere in like our our orbit of of like professional people we interact with uh, for YouTube related things. But they referred to us as like a like a legacy brand. Oh, how dare they! Yeah, I, I remember this actually. Uh, I was like. Legacy. Legacy. What is? Come on now. But what does that mean? Like you've been like online for like more than ten years or almost. Right. It's like that feels like a really polite way to say what I think I know you're saying. Mm -hmm. I think I Mm -hmm. know what's happening here. Yeah. Legacy brand. As if Mm -hmm. we're wearing cargo shorts. Thank you very much. Thank you. And then be like, those aren't going to be in for another five years, guys. (laughs) 
Jeez, we're from Man. the future, obviously. Obviously. Um, no, you wanted the other one too, though. That that has like I don't I don't know if we're on the outs on it right now or not. I'm actually currently wearing a version of them myself, but it's jorts. Oh, jorts, yeah, like jean shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely one where it was almost like there was no greater uh, fashion faux pas than like like jorts and a and a fanny pack, probably. Yeah, at the same it time. Feels like you're right. Like jean shorts or jorts have been on the laughing end of the stick for a long time, but it's like, yeah, there you can see him coming back. Oh, you want to know another one is, is um, mullets. Mullets are super in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yep. a, that's another, another one. easy, easy, butt of many jokes growing up was the mullet. In fact, I would say that it is not even uncommon for all of these aspects to be put into a single caricature yeah. of failing to fashion. Yeah. Um, but the other one I think we could easily include is tube socks. Oh, you know, like, man. like socks that go like halfway up your ankle. Right. Just like white socks that come all the way up. I get, you know what? I'm pretty sure on my first day of eighth grade, I was rocking that look. Were you i'm pretty sure <laughs> by rocking i mean failing to rock but <laughs> no no you were doing it you think so authentic authentic yes yeah. absolutely rock it <laughs> rock it humid <laughs> yeah it's so humid so humid <laughs> oh my gosh no yeah so there's there's that and then on top of that um i i remember back when i had this uh the aquarium shop that which was at this to be fair, it was now 10 years ago. Um, that's just sad to think about as well. But there, we, It's really this, a legacy brand. You know? it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's a legacy brand. Um, but I had this one customer who had a son who was like, you know, the star of the football team from some like local high school or whatever. So he was like, he would come in and they would shop for fish together. It was like their father-son activity. It was really cool. But uh, he, like the son, was very cool. And I remember this being like one of the first times where I was like, I can tell, you know, it's like you're like six, two and muscular and like, you know, clearly on like the football team and all the like, I can tell that you have the swagger of someone who is like the cool kid in high school. Yeah. But I remember him walking in. He was wearing tube socks with sandals, like the slips. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, like, it was funny because I was so close to having been going through the era of fashion where this was like, like, like out completely Yeah, that I was like scratching my head. Like you're clearly cool. Like I can tell you're cool, but, but like what's with the socks and sandals? How, but you know, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like my you're brain bending everything I know about know to be true about the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my yeah. brain can't compute because things that are opposing seem to be in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's what happens when you become an antique, Ben. <laughs> legacy, <laughs> legacy. No, I think, uh, I think, um, even we could even bring this full circle though, because I feel like knowledge was the belief that tube socks and sandals wasn't cool. Mm. Wisdom is the recognition that fashion changes yeah. and that even if you don't understand it, it doesn't mean that it's out. Uh, yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is very good. There's, I think there is, there's a lot to that. Like even like you get very, I think this, I mean, this is what happens. Like you get very stuck in your ways and like things that you didn't like start to come back around and you're like incorrect. I know for sure. I, I remember for sure the reality of this not being, not being cool as being like, lame even and now it is and it's like nope can't do it can't do it won't do it and it's like yeah but what you're doing now now everything's switched and you just have to accept it and either you can accept you can accept progress or you can uh now be on the butt end of the stick so yeah yeah Yeah. having having that nimble mind so what the big curiosity will be though for me is like uh, I've, i've always wondered what it will be like for addison someday to look back at photos like of me yeah. going through like all these like various iterations, mm-hmm. whether or not she'd be like, Whoa, look how cool dad was. Or like, I cannot believe you were wearing X, Y, Z. Yeah. Oh, Oh, here's another one that, that I feel like has shifted since we've been going through like our era of fashion is the length of, uh, like a bathing suit, like oh. in, in terms of like, for for us guys like where where does where does the um oh, this is done this is men's and women's bathing suits have done like complete 180s i feel like 
Oh, like where it feels like one pieces have become like much more in like one pieces and more coverage for ladies has become way more in and like shorter and shorter and shorter guys shorts. Yes. Have become more in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. It's, mm-hmm. it's 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 all shifting about. Yep. Um, but that's that's one where I remember uh, like because it would have been when I was probably 16, 17, 18, where I had my first job and I would go to PacSun and I would buy like, you know, Billabong board shorts and such and the the whole idea was that like you didn't even touch them unless they came at least to your knees right you know like, at least at least and if anything probably should be like a little bit longer than that even right and and now it's almost like if you're even within like four inches of your knees then it's like what are you even doing out here yeah maybe head back inside try again head back inside try again mm-hmm. um that th- i i say that but i also i still have a full spectrum of yeah. of of short here's lengths. the thing here's the number one rule above all else is the one thing that never goes out of style is confidence hey you know what i it's mean it's a good point yeah it's like a, it doesn't matter what you're wearing you anyone can pull anything off at any time if you just go if you just have the confidence to do it right right this is true this is true you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta own it right you just gotta you just gotta be in the moment you know you gotta see the forest for the forest see the forest for you gotta the forest. you gotta feel the music <laughs> see, yeah we've talked i feel like we've done a good job today yeah having like an episode that wasn't intended to be cohesive but has been you know you know i think we're getting better and better as we do this at really going like full circle getting the callbacks getting the callbacks yeah kind of coming around maybe maybe this is us maturing gaining yeah. wisdom right instead of knowledge right yeah this is just this is, this is the progression we've done 140 episodes of the pop now and you know, maybe we're starting to get sort of kind of a little bit good at it. Hey, hey, maybe go, not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, however, we do appreciate you guys sticking with us for as long as you have. Um, if you're, if, if you would like to support the the pop in some way, one of the best ways to do that is through our Patreon page, where we have a couple of really cool uh, different perks available. Um, but one of which is just simply that if you sign up for any tier at any point in time, you are casting a vote towards who is the one true host of the pop so all of our tiers for what it's worth um have have that voting potential um yes where where you can you can choose the the jazzy j version the buzzy b version or mm-hmm. the host the host neither version which has which only is half, just chaos which is just chaos but you know it basically the opening music plays and then there's nothing but just crickets but not even crickets not it just dead silence for 15 seconds 15. that's what host neither means and if that's what you want then you know that's that's whatever if you want good solid super duper hostmanship you just go you select that jazzy j tier and then that's it leave the page wow yeah I see what you did yeah I see what you did anyway at the five dollar tier you can get access to after the final pop it's an extra 15 to 20 minutes of jay and i talking after each week's episode where we just touch on something that we didn't get to in the main episode or reflect on something we talked about in the main episode uh one of the cool things about this tier is that it does come with an entire backlog of episodes from everything that we've recorded up until this point um so if you want some good bang for your buck even just doing it for a single month and just power listening to everything it's a good way to do it uh otherwise at the 25 dollar tier we have exclusive quarterly merch where jay and i have the opportunity to come up with something just truly fun and different uh as a piece of merch related to the pop uh and the big advantage for us here is just simply the fact that we know exactly the correct number to order uh per however many people are supporting us at that tier and then we don't overproduce and as much of your dollar goes as far as possible uh, towards supporting us and usually we come up with some some really fun and interesting things. Right now we have uh, a challenge coin. A challenge coin, which is promises to be full of all sorts of interesting and uh difficult to notice uh easter eggs and things about the pop yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be the type of thing where you're just gonna want to pay careful attention to it i think just 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 give it a good strong gander yeah yeah um all that again is going to be available over at patreon.com slash popcorn culture uh otherwise we are also on reddit where i would highly encourage you to go and try to write the accompanying joke to jay's punchline from earlier which as a reminder is (laughs) you think that's bad i just got stabbed pretending to be a snowman amazing amazing um uh, i i can't wait to see what everybody comes up with that I same there's gonna be some really good stuff yeah. uh otherwise <laughs> any other feedback you have for the show you can send to popcornculturepod at gmail.com or leave us a review it helps with the discoverability of the show uh and just means an awful lot to us and as long as it's five stars <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys uh thank you so much for listening until next time pop pop 
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.